let's go to the beach, beach, let's go get a wave. I'm tickle my fucking toes. And I'm Jamal. And welcome to Black Tar Roots, a blackity black podcast where we boot cap Dragula and we ask the hard hitting questions like, if you were in the color purple, what role would you want to play? None of them. Really? <laughs> you have to pick one, just one. I can't stand the color purple. I oh, like really? the book. I can't stand the movie. I think the movie. Huh? I think the movie okay. is. I think the movie was a very bad movie, and <laughs> I'm really upset that black people just go up for that movie because I feel like it was not a good, <laughs> not a good film, and very cheap looking. But y'all, wow, get like unlocked a, We just unlocked a memory. Oh my god! I'm just, I'm just saying. I just wanted I just to say don't... that I wanted to be Shug Avery, and all you decided to come through with the guy. I just don't live for it. I just, I feel like it low-key was giving Tyler Perry. And well, you know. Black people live for that movie though. They live for they live for the domestic violence. They live for um well, you know, the time that movie came out, it was all about the uh trauma can get you the get you the thing. So what's what's T? That's not how I planned on starting the episode. What's (laughs) T? The T is Dragula episode two. Mm -hmm. Uh, You look look, so it does in fact post at midnight, like one a.m. Yeah, Uh, I was nice and knocked the fuck out. Uh, I was nice enough watching it. Project Runway was watching me, um, and you were ferociously texting me about what had happened. <laughs> and I can only ascertain. I said I can only assume um, one thing, and I know it involves a certain queen from New York, mm. and I was not wrong. So <laughs> let's dive on into this week's episode of Dragula Season Two. So, as a quick bootcamp. Last week, we finally got to meet the Uglies, right? For the very first time. And they were put through an amazing, amazing quotation mark, opening challenge where not a soul went home. And I was upset because I was ready for them to play the motherfucking game. Didn't happen that way. Well, we they this... wanted them to get injured, so hey. <laughs> but he didn't send the bitches home. Listen, in this day and age, if you get injured, you get sent to the house. Mm-hmm. Anywho. In the main challenge, the monsters had to rook. Nope, not this show. But you, it's just you see how it just rolls off the tongue. Recreated an iconic horror icon look. In the top, we had Coco Kane, Sukorni Beaver, Hoso, and our winner, serving us Martian Xenomorph realness, was Astrid. In the bottom, we had Formaldehyde and La Zavaleta, who were buried alive and starred in the very first ever production of a Boulay Brothers music video. <laughs> Available on iTunes. <laughs> so, and hopefully the last, but let's keep moving. You never know, girl. They, they, listen, the girls are putting me on music these days. Well, I need better the girls lyrics. Are the music? I need better lyrics than um, what was the lyrics? Something, something. You don't like this, but you want money or something. I said, okay, girl. Y'all just say anything on here. Go Not ahead. Not you coming for the Ghost Ripers, girl. Not you coming for the Ghost Ripers. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want freedom, you just want money or something less. Okay, girl. Next. It's punk. In the end, Formaldehyde was exterminated for good and La Zabaleta lived to die another day. Mm-hmm. Did you agree with that decision? I mean, I I understand the decision. I don't agree. <laughs> well, some other people didn't agree with that decision either. We're going to get into that when we get into the actual return to the work to the boudoir. 
Yeah, and I'll so, get to why I understood but didn't agree with it when we get into the boudoir because Miss Thing was oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So we get our cinematic intro um and the connection to this week's challenge, Nosferatu Beach Party. We meet the Boulets chilling on the beach up in the dark. It is clearly two o'clock and three o'clock in the morning, and it is the beach hour. But the vampires in town, darling. Now, this is Nosferatu Beach Party, right? And it mm-hmm. is giving as full 60, 50s, 60s beach party drama uh, genre, which is superb for this this particular type of child, uh, this um, television show because there's tons of camp there. It is very, very, you can marry in the B movie to this. It's very much so Sandra D and Lily Monster go to beach. We get the boules doing a little bit of dancing and we get a, a slight tinge, a tinge of foreshadowing of the boules going over to take out whoever is getting exterminated tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm. So immediately I'm excited for this because I love, I mean, I like the idea of um, mirroring this gothic B-movie thing to the beach party genre movie which was super duper popular in the 60s. I called out, um, Sandra D was big in that one, I believe. Sally Field also did some um, beach movies and Margaret was called out by one of the, um, by one of the monsters. So I'm excited. What about yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, shout out to the, shout out to something that I love about Dracula, which is this, <laughs> the cinematic universe that the Boulets create right. um, every episode because it's, it's always, well, sometimes I fast forward through them. I'm not gonna lie. And sometimes in season two, I smooth fast forward through them. But um, it's creative. They're usually well done and thought out. These little skits they do at the beginning mm-hmm. of every episode. And it's also, I mean, like we said last week, it's something different, right? So in in yeah. the in the grand scheme of drag shows, um, there there is a general format. And so I think that uh, the variations on how we can uh, have an episode um play out i appreciate and i really appreciate that the boulets do this i think it's a really cool thing because Um, they are really good at um they are really really good at pulling deep references but also being able to um keep them relevant mm -hmm, and they still mm -hmm. feel fresh they they serve a certain audience right but it's also something that some of us who are maybe not necessarily in um deep diving into that particular genre into can still connect to it. And we see a lot of that in the fashions that come out of this week's episode. Yeah. And I mean, all, I think the two, uh, one thing that I wish that, and we'll get into it as the challenge goes on, but one thing that I wish a lot of the girls would have really picked up on is the deep connection there is between horror and camp, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> horror movies have lent themselves to camp, especially when you talk about classic movies, you know, talking about, uh, <laughs> well, even even like contemporary. Look at the entire Chucky franchise, which completely yes. just went off the deep end into some camp shit. Um, which has a TV show, <laughs> yeah. But and, but also looking at like the old like slasher movies and mm-hmm. um oh what's that oh there's one really bad transphobic one I can't think of it right let's now. Not, let's not call that one out then. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna call it out. I'm not gonna call it out. But I'm saying that that was that was a really campy movie. So there and there are a lot of other ones. Um, mm-hmm. so there is this history of horror. And oh, are you talking about the one with Willem in it? No, 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 no. Okay. This is the old movie, this is the older <laughs> movie. Um, but yes, there's there's a long history of camp and horror kind of sharing the same bed. And I wish that um 
the some of the girls would have gotten into that more. Um, mm. Yeah, and the boulets definitely understand and see that. Right. So and that's always my wish when they go into these challenges. I mean, the camp is all, the camp is always going to be my favorite part of this show. Mm-hmm. So whenever they do dig into it and and, and uh, have fun with it, as you do with camp, that's mm-hmm. always going to be what's going to set set you apart from a lot of these uh, uh, deep, deep, like sort of grotesque, uh, uh, monstrous other performers. It's best to set yourself apart. Yeah, and well, I mean, also... one person um, credit for when we get to the um, main challenge. Well, I mean, look at look at season two. Um, and mm-hmm. look at the the debate of bitch pudding versus Victoria Black, right? right? One thing oh, that bitch course. pudding definitely understood was the camp factor. Um, look at the resurrection special, right? I think that that's the thing that put Saint over on everyone else is that final floor show, which was very campy, um, mm-hmm. and well done from Saint. I absolutely agree. It felt like um someone had taken over the airwaves during an episode of Laughing or um. Not American Bandstand. Well, no, American Bandstand. And it was this complete gothic horror situation, but it's still connected on the most campy points. That's I thought that was absolutely genius. And it set her apart from the other competitors in the competition. Yeah, because the other girls were, the other girls, especially when you talk about Dolly and Victoria, were giving. They were definitely giving. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Saint had that extra, you know, it was just a, a pop, a flourish. So we, one Hold thing on, I want to point out, but. We have been uh, retweeted by Bitter Betty. Oh yay! Shout out to Bitter Betty. We gonna talk. We gonna talk about you a lot. Tonight. I don't know. If you, I don't know. If, oh, my camera's off. Actually, hold on. Yeah. We gonna talk about you a lot tonight, girl. Um, but one thing I want to point out before we get <laughs> you silly. One thing I want to point out before we get into the um into the workroom, uh, or the um. The cauldron, the boudoir. The, yeah, the cauldron or the boudoir is that the winner of the, of this season of Dracula will be the headliner of a world tour. And I know we were talking about yes. the girls going on tour, um, so that's something to point out. And they get a hundred thousand dollars. So the girls come back into the workroom. Uh, they don't know who's been exterminated yet, but they're talking amongst themselves. Immediately, Mary Cherry is getting on my last motherfucking nerves because she will oh. not shut the fuck up she coming for astrid's outfit talking about girl you lucky that they didn't see it falling apart and it isn't like it isn't like a, a concerned girl it's more like a bitchy girl you right. know what i mean um and they have like this little debate about what the future of drag is between diy and entertainment mm-hmm. new splash is both um right but mary something that mary needs to let go of is this whole I'm the queen of Brooklyn and I've been doing this for 10 years because Miss Thing. I'm well, not correction. saying it. Right. Every bitch up out of New York who comes on any sort of drag show. Okay, like, they the queen of this. Okay. Right. There's drag outside of the boroughs. Okay. Shit, y'all acting like <laughs> they, first of all, they act like New York. Well, it's New York, so they act like they are the only thing that exists. Right. Um, And there can't be this many queens of New York. Right. Okay, because that are time, good because there's also a million queens everywhere. Well, I so mean, last just because time, you go, go ahead, go ahead. Well, just because you pop it up out of New York City does not automatically elevate you to the best type of drag. No, but the New Yorkers believe so. And and last time I checked, <laughs> the queen of New York was Britta Filter. So 
<laughs> according to Britta Filter. So and yeah, according I, to me, listen, one thing we got out of drag race was Britta Filter is the queen of New York and mm-hmm. Tina Burner owns flames. Okay. Um, so Mary, Mary need to let that shit go. Okay, because I think it's gonna be a hindrance for her, and it also mm-hmm. is not translating because I'm not seeing uh Queen Tings up on this show so far. No shade to Mary. She, no, I actually think she knows that she's out of this is all really cunty. She knows in a lot of ways she is not in a, a similar league as the, the girls, but she does do something. She does see something else and participates in drag a different way that I appreciate, but it's becoming projection. Yeah, and it's obnoxious. At this it's, point. It's, it's reading is insecure to me. Yeah, because she also is on Sigourney's neck. What for? There may be some shit that we don't see on the camera, but she is also on Sigourney's neck. Like every almost every second of this show that Mary popped up on, she was coming for Sigourney. And it's like, what 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 is the pressure in the words of T.S. Madison? What is the pressure? And Ari Lennox. What is the pressure? Um yeah. what it's has like you so plucked? Are you still mad because she <laughs> didn't say hi to you? Well, we're gonna talk about how um no, I'm gonna say it out loud. Gay boys like to bully uh, uh, yes, cis-identifying yes. women. Say it, and yes. they like they like to compete with them. And there is a such thing as unconscious bias. And Mary is claiming that it's not because uh, Sigourney is an AFAB performer. But truthfully, that's what it's about. Yeah, because if and, it wasn't about that, you wouldn't have need, had to put that disclaimer out there before you came. Exactly. And a lot of performers who are assigned female at birth um, and anyone who, anyone who performs as a drag queen performer king will tell you have to be twice as good to get half as much um as some of these queens are performing and this is a very clear example of it the way that mary is coming and we very well could be seeing not be seeing something behind the scenes remember we thought elliot was catching strays during season 13 and she was a full-on grand wizard yeah very that yes cut to but i don't i don't necessarily know that that's 100 the case so so Gordy's getting it all episode, all episode, and it's coming from Lazada. Let that is coming from Astrid a little bit later in the episode. So it is giving very, very that. Now, don't think that they think that it's that's the case, mm-hmm. and they're acting like that's not it. But the reality is, I think that's what it is. Yeah, and I mean, there is something to be said about the nature of hierarchy, right? Um, mm-hmm. and the the nature of oppression in general, right? Uh, something that folks talk about all the time in uh circles of intersectionality is how uh easy it is for oppressed groups to then um Mm -hmm. replicate the violence that they experience amongst each other right um and so you know we deal with a a space that is full of gay men and then we see all kinds of wild ass transphobia all kinds of Mm -hmm. wild ass racism all kinds of you know wild misogyny down yeah yeah misogynoir and all that stuff we see it pop off um and people uh, have a blind spot to it because of the dominant identity being an right. oppressed one, right? right. Um, and so we see how easy it is for that stuff to kind of replicate. Uh, uh, we also see that Hoso and Astrid have a little thing going on. Um, does Astrid look a little like uh, uh, Dahlia out of drag yes. to you? Okay. Yes. <laughs> it, could be, it also could be that shaggy ass haircut. Yeah, I was just thinking that the whole episode. I was like, she'd give me Dahlia, like a taller Dahlia. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and we we begin the storyline of Betty uh, hitting the bottom last week and Betty being kind of worried about that. 
I don't think that Betty personally should have been in the bottom. She was a low safe for me last week. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another person who I thought should have been right up in that bottom, but we already talked about that. We're not going to go there again. Um, and something that did concern me. You all, girl, listen to the last episode. Y'all know who I'm talking about. <laughs> it was that fucking Michelin Man outfit. But um, it was two stars on the Michelin Man. Child, <laughs> and speaking of things that are concerning, um, Coco does not know the difference between Elvira and uh, Morticia, and that was concerning to me. Do you think that was just a, a, a misstep? <laughs> she, you know, listen, I say the wrong thing all the time, <laughs> and sometimes you know, remember when I was talking about uh, Gia and Gigi and Gia last week? Uh huh. Canada, and you were like, no, no, it's Gigi, and I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I, mean, I, I read that as baby she misspoke. God, I hope she misspoke. That was a big. <laughs> that's a big oversight to make. Um, well, in this particular competition, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's a big. I feel, I feel like she just misspoke, spoke, but like there's so, a couple other things that's about Coco concerning. Yeah, that are concerning about being able to participate in this competition, and we'll get into. I love it that we keep, uh, we keep. Um, dick teasing about what's going to happen in the beginning <laughs> <Yeah>. right <laughs> right but you know because it, it, it also is giving um girl they accept me on dracula so i'm about to go buy some fangs and some blood and get it popping um I about mary cherry <laughs> exactly so um the girls get called summoned on stage the boulets uh one give out the challenge of this week uh, as twinkle announced in the beginning the challenge is uh nosferatu uh, I was about to say Nosferatu slumber party. Nosferatu beach. Party. I mean, it's at night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not slumber time for vampires. They fully awake. Slumber time is uh, noon when you when you tipping around at brunches getting day drunk. Well, um, one of them is um, not a vampire, and therefore it could be a slumber party at some point. Right. Um, <laughs> could have been a bloodbath. But so, what I want to do. Um, looking at my notes, is just give a little bit of context, right? For people who don't know who Nosferatu is, Nosferatu was a, a vampire character um, that was first popularized in the 1920s um, in a German film. Uh, I feel like the easiest way to notice <laughs> Nosferatu from other vampires is by the way that <laughs> he looks, right? That. Looking like kind of a goblin demon thing. Um, and not as savvy or uh, charming as, say, a Dracula right. who will fuck you and then kill you. Um, Nosferatu just might kill you. Or, or Eddie Murphy in A Vampire in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. Or um, Angel from Buffy or Spike. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> or that god-awful Twilight series. Um, and then the Beach Don't Party movies. Ugh. The Beach Party movies, <laughs> which you talked about, which were big in, like, the 60s, right? Um so it's a combination of those two things. We also get uh, an announcement that there will be a returning monster from a previous. <laughs> why are you laughing? Because we were about to talk about why the other girl that we thought was coming back, <laughs> that we wanted to come back and oh, come back. <laughs> yeah, so when they announced this, because they announced that somebody was coming back from the Resurrection Special. So when they said somebody's coming back, I ran through all the Resurrection Special people in my head. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, Frankie, no. Um... Uh, Kendra, please no. Part uh, of me definitely was like, oh, Kendra, all this is coming back. Girl, we already got Coco on stage. We don't need Kendra. So, Loki, Coco, wow. and Kendra did the same thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I said, uh, Loris, 
no, please God, no. Um, but and so in my mind, that left uh Victoria Elizabeth Black and Dali, right? Um, and well, I think I they knew- said season two. Oh, yeah. And then they said season two. Right. So then it narrowed it down to Victoria and Dali. And I knew that it wasn't going to be Victoria. And you know why it was not going to be Victoria? Tell us why it's not going to be Victoria. Because that entire resurrection special, (laughs) Victoria sat up on that camera and said, girl, I just want the coins. I do not want to come back to compete again. I'm not feeling that. Okay, I was gagged. I said, no, Miss Victoria, I was watching. So I did get a chance to sit down. So when I was, when they were announcing was coming back, I was running through uh, just the scorecards and who did well and uh-huh, what I right. enjoyed. And it was definitely Dolly, Victoria Elizabeth Black, and uh, to a lesser extent, Priscilla Chambers, because there were some things that Priscilla did in that um, special that I enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just was like, but well, we know it ain't Victoria, because like you said, Miss Victoria was like, listen, I ain't really trying to, Pack up and go back to the boule uh, to yeah, girl. More. I could just use the twenty thousand dollars for real, for real. Like if right y'all want to just camera. cash that bit, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the boules did acknowledge that. They also did say that they they agreed with the point that you know um, they feel like Victoria would be best suited to compete in like a Masters, an All Star season, right? Absolutely. Um, not with another, not just sort of running through the emotions of competing in another season. And I completely agree with that because the shit that she was coming out with, I was a huge Victoria Elizabeth Black fan. I understood why Bitch Pudding won. Yeah. Um, it was, but I was rooting for Victoria Elizabeth Black. Um, that her, they were supposed to create a ghost. And while her ghost was definitely zombie, the shit was demented. And yes. it was well executed, and she's an amazing artist. So mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen that back on the show again. Nevertheless, mm-hmm. Dolly also had my favorite witch in mm-hmm. the Resurrection special. So I was pleased to see Dolly because what Dolly doesn't necessarily give in sort of over the top personality, the artistry is more than there. Yeah, Dolly's creative, and Dolly's kind of hot. So hey, why not? Kind of. <laughs> I was like, so, you know, the whole time I was like, was Dolly this fuckable back in season two? Yes, yes, yes. Ooh. Yes, they were. Um, yeah. so <laughs> and uh what's her name? Mary Trey immediately uh gets to Clock talking about right. that. So <laughs> Dolly comes back. Um Astrid is excited because that is her mama. Um and she also uh-huh. gets busy telling her mama that she has won a challenge and she running this shit up in here. Put a pin in that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we get into the girls preparing for, uh, preparing for the challenge. Uh, La Zavaleta gives us a cute little Nikki Miley Cyrus, uh, reference mm-hmm. when she comes for Sigourney, um, talking about back to this bitch. Um, and La Zavaleta, <laughs> you say you over it? Yeah, because I, it, it, I, knowing how I know gay boys are, right. queer boys, I'll say, are I could not get behind the there was something fierce that that Sigourney had said that would made her such a target. Yeah, because we are really not seeing it. Um, right. So the, the girls have to eat uh, cloves of garlic and drink blood in order to figure out who the challenge winner is. I feel like I would have done well in this challenge because I eat raw garlic on the regular. Really? Um, yes, I love it. Why? You just you just pop it into your mouth. Well, one, like somewhere in undergrad, I remember, you know, learning about garlic being a natural antibi- uh, natural, you know, antibiotic. 
Um, uh-huh. And then also just I love garlic. I can put garlic on a lot of shit. And oh yeah, I love garlic. But normally I cook her now. Yeah, I just randomly eat raw cloves all the time. You can pop it in your mouth if you don't want to. You just swallow. It's nice and like uh, smooth once you peel it out. So pop it in there. It's good. Good for your body. Um, you said like it's fucking pears. La Zavaleta wins <laughs> and acts like she just won three main challenges. Um, when she does Girl. win. <laughs> <laughs> what she does when is the ability to pair people off in the teams because this is a team mm-hmm. challenge. So uh Sigourney goes with uh Astrude, Hoso, and Dolly, Betty and Jade, Love Zavaletta picks Saint. If I was Saint, I personally would be over it. Um, and she pairs Mary with Coco. and Coco is not feeling that shit. She tried to play her reaction off and saying, girl, I'm still stuck on the garlic. But everybody know the tea of that reaction. Yeah. Also, Miss Coco is not. Um, she's not good at hiding her cards a whole bunch. <laughs> I, I'm read because I can read right into all of her emotions, right in them eyes, and the way that she interacts <laughs> in her confessionals, and she interacts with the dolls. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see. I, I hopefully see some growth in Coco throughout this competition. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully, she don't go home in the next two episodes. Um, so you wouldn't have wanted to been on a team with La Zavaleta and Mary Cherry, huh? No. If I was there and uh, La Zavaleta was running her mouth and saying who would be the people I was on the team with, I would want uh, Sigourney, Hoso, or Dolly, or Saint. Those would be the people I would want. Mm-hmm. Um. Because those seem to be the strongest people or the people who are most creative and understand references. Right. Yeah, because this is also a challenge of being able to um, have chemistry with somebody. This is a partner competition uh, challenge, not necessarily a battle. Right. So like that that uh, that photo shoot on the top model was like, you got to pair with the bitch and whoever has the best picture. Oh, yeah. Not the one of you on the other hand. Like you have to have, um, you have to be able to sell this performance and sell the imagery. Sell this beach party genre movie and mm-hmm. the giant, um, the musical, the musical dance scene that you would see in one of those. So yeah, my choices would have been, I couldn't work with Mary because <laughs> I'm a big loud person. She's a big loud person. In addition to just how she's been acting, it wouldn't and, work out for us. In addition to what you've seen her wear so far. Right, 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 right. Well, they could work out better for me because I know I would look better than her for sure. <laughs> um, Everybody else seems like solid choices. I, I, solid choices. You be on the scene with La Zavaleta? Um, the way that she's behaving this episode, yeah. <laughs> After she stopped showing her ass earlier. Girl, that girl is off her. <laughs> she is. Let me not say that. She is a agent of chaos. That's what she is. <laughs> she proved yeah, it. I, I, I remember right now somewhere that like some of these girls are not really here to compete. They're just here for some TV. Yes, that's why she's still here. Well, because it doesn't seem like they just are like meaner this this go around. It does seem like that. It does seem like that. It it and I don't know if like in previous seasons the editors weren't as focused on that or mm-hmm. if they are meaner. Cause it's is is more than any previous season, this is giving me drag race. Right. Right. Because, I mean, let's let's not get it twisted. The uglies can fight. Yeah, absolutely. They have. They can fight queens. and they will fight. Right. Yeah. They're drag queens. Oh, so it means the other thing is, these drag queens have been up in captivity and not at shows. They've never been able to unleash the beast. And one thing I've noticed about people coming out of quarantine and getting into social spaces again, their social skills are all fucked up. Right. <laughs> all fucked up. 
talk it's all it's all over the goddamn place so that might be the reason too okay because you've been stuck with your housemates or your partner and looking at youtube videos and well, uh, shit by yourself right you get tired right. of talking to the wall girl the wall don't always have something to say miss thing right by yourself drinking <laughs> and making tiktoks <laughs> i'm a savage all right so, <laughs> <laughs> so we get to let's get into the prep real quick uh no, immediately the don't nobody know what they're doing next girl yes it was giving very much so seventh grade prom <laughs> I, I kept looking and I was like, first of all, everyone stands into a corner and they're like talking at each other about what to do. I don't see no kind of rehearsals going on. The only people who seem like they are um, kind of cool as a cucumber about it is Seng and La Zavaleta because they're both, they're both uh, stated and known performers. Mm-hmm. The rest of them, I said, oh, I, this, this is a performance competition, but not in the way that a lot of us who are um, consumers of drag are, are accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And consumers of drag on a, in a television capacity are accustomed to. So, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is the first time they ever did a partner challenge on Dragula. Yeah, they've done group challenges, but I don't yes. know if it's ever been two and two, like one of yes. you know, two by two. All right, so let's get into the main challenges. I was about to say because ain't nothing else going on. These bitches. Well, one thing we do know from the prep is that Mary and Coco are in trouble. We know Girl. that. <laughs> they are in trouble because Coco. Okay, so the challenge is also a reference challenge, right? We're referencing the '60s. Coco yep. sitting up here with a Beyonce wig, so okay. and she's <laughs> <laughs> refusing to even try to figure out what the hell is going on, right? Um, with the actual reference, and that's where I want to know what the brief was on it because we mm. know that they tell them before they come. This is the kind of outfit, or this is the kind of challenge that may appear. So you need right. to be prepared. So I right, know which begs that... the question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you finish. No, I was about to say, I know that they told them, okay, girl, at some point we're gonna ask y'all to uh get up in some 60s geesh. But so did I'm it say to... that? That's what I'm wondering. Did it say that or did it say beach party? It had to have said that because too many people came with 60s-ish 60s out... stuff. Geesh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Too many people came with 60s-ish geesh for it not to have said something about the 60s. Mm-hmm. And I understand Mary's whole thing not in sixties at all. <laughs> oh, and I understand Mary's whole thing that um, you know, black people were not really these movies were very um uh, mono. They were giving segregation. Yes. Okay. <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were giving they were giving Brown versus Board of Education. Okay, but uh, I know the girls up in the projects will still have some sixties geesh. T- yes, tons without question. Also, you know, there's a couple that you while you were not represented in the movie. There are tons of fashions you can pull from. Okay, and there certainly wasn't no anglerfish. So, girl. <laughs> I wasn't mad at the anglerfish. Child, um, wait till we... I'm <laughs> going to read that anglerfish down. Go ahead. So, let's get into the main challenge. First of all, the boulets come out. They look spectacular. Serving a syner- syner- uh, uh, synergy. Symmetry, per usual. Mm-hmm. Love that for them. Mm-hmm. Vanessa Hudgens has called um, <laughs> her way into another drag show. And she is taking that I'm very into blank to the bank. And I said, you better work, bitch. Because she is very into blood lately. I love that part. She's really into blood right now. You better work. I wonder if the Boulets asked her to cut. Like, how did these guest judges get here? Because she must have been. I mean, you know, a lot of these celebrities are big fans of drag and do go to the shows and do tip the performers well and, you know, are respectful and all that jazz. So she very well could be a fixture on the LA drag scene. 
That's true. The Boulets didn't seem like they were too into this. Uh, <laughs> and I may be reading into that. You might be reading a little too deep into that. They seem like they were not feeling these two girls. But go well, ahead. Well, that's also a weird combination of, of um, people. Because mm-hmm. they seem like they were both on the same wavelength. Yeah. And you not... do want to kind of have some levels of, of different types of judges, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though the funniest flip on Drag Race was Joel McHale and Tiffany New York Pollard were doing two opposite things. Because um, <laughs> we thought New York was going to be the turned up one. New York. Right. So let's set the scene. We get into, we have the dolls come pump out. We get a glimpse of the look because we're not getting a proper individual floor show at all of them. Right. Saint comes out and is giving us a fashion bat, the pump down the runway, fierce. Mm-hmm. The wing floaties are everything. Did you catch those lapels, which were very, very 60s? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a simple but effective look. It reminded me a lot of, because we talk about camp, it also reminded me of like those early episodes, the early Batman. Yeah. And yeah, what some yeah, of those yeah, costumes would look like. Mary Cherry is an anglerfish. I was... Um, <laughs> So Lazavaletta comes out and is giving. <laughs> <laughs> Would you go ahead give talk about Mary Cherry? <laughs> what was Mary giving? I appreciate that something about Mary in this competition, <laughs> what at once seemed to fit, seems like it doesn't. It's all been two episodes. That is really telling. <laughs> that is really telling. Um, what I told I y'all say, I she had that bed sheet and meet the queens what it was about to give. And y'all... I said, well, you know, I'm like, let's 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 hear them out. Let's hear them out. <laughs> Heidi made it a lot further than we thought she she was going to, and here we are. Um, I wasn't mad at the choice of an anglerfish because I went back to the prompt, and they say the beach is only for vampires, but you can interpret this as the anglerfish because the anglerfish we living up in the sea. Pumped up to the vampire party that night too, because she gets praised for it a little later on in the episode. Oh. That's neither here nor there. Lazavaleta looks like a vision in red. Sigourney is giving us uh, Draculaura. <laughs> Coco got the titties up out and red and these winged ears. Bitter Betty is giving. Work. Yeah, her Nicki Minaj. She is giving. <laughs> Bitter <laughs> Betty is giving us Eunice from Hotel Transylvania. Real <laughs> And she agreed. <laughs> she agreed <laughs> on the Twitter. There is evidence. She is, I said, that looks familiar. <laughs> Betty says it was unintentional, but I said, it still looks good. I mean, that's a why it, it, it tracks. It's for this competition. Right. JJ Lee is giving us um, some Nosferatu meets a Barbie in the 50s realness, which looks very, very clean. Hoso has this beautiful cover-up on. Dolly is giving us Creeper and Astrid looks a hot-ass mess. So, the song... <laughs> Don't do that to this, Astrid. That outfit, look, that outfit was cute to you? <laughs> that outfit was cute to you? I mean, it was nothing to me. She had on a, a bra and... She uh, literally was, Yes, exactly. Astros. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, the song is Gothic Surferama. Mm-hmm. Get into it. And the opening scene, you know, the dolls pop one out. And immediately my eye goes straight to Saint and La Zavaleta. Mm-hmm. They have the choreography is down. They clearly understood the assignment. This is two best friend vampires going to the beach party. Mm-hmm. 
And but it wasn't also it wasn't like it was over choreographed. The they clearly consulted on the looks. They worked as a team. It was ten out of motherfucking ten. What I need to say before we get into the rest of the thing, where the rest of these looks is, this is also a really hard challenge. It is ten of them. <laughs> that stage ain't that fucking big. Sharing five feet of stage. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I was about. thinking to myself, I was like, who directed this? I wonder who sent this because they're in that little individual group. So you have the parts that are you have the the parts that are you need to really work this out because we're in the forefront where Satan La Zavaleta was, where um, Coco and Mary Cherry was, mm. and where Hoso and Dolly was. And mm-hmm. who were kind of working with the middle spaces was Bitter Betty, uh, Bitter Betty and J. Jolie, and Astrid and Sigourney, uh, Sigourney Weaver. Wow. Sigourney Beaver. I don't know where it is today. Sigourney Beaver. So this is not an easy challenge. You have to be able to stick out and serve an excellent performance in addition to working with a partner, someone that you just met. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone that you just met. So they're turning it. Meanwhile... We got Team Coco Cherry over here. And what I will give them is this. Those are two big bitches. <laughs> okay? Because Coco's drag is big and Mary's drag is big and she's a bigger girl. And for them using the little five feet of stage and for them to have not clearly been uh, coordinated with one, one another, it showed. Right. Okay? There was no chemistry, biology, or ge- not geometry, baby. Like, it was very, very... Not giving sisters, not giving cousins. It was giving very much those strangers. And it looked like at some point they were battling. <laughs> Why? Because Coco did that dip in the back? No. <laughs> they were just battling for space. <laughs> you, you see what I'm, Did you see what I was you, it, Yeah, I mean, there, well, there it was wasn't that much space. Right. But this is, this is but you saw Saint and La Zavaleta over there working it out. Well, you saw they Oso. had a little bit more space. No shade. Well, you saw Hoso and Dolly. They had a clear storyline. Dolly, Dolly was giving Creeper coming from behind the surfboard. I thought that was genius. And their reveals were on point. I think the only thing I would have changed is that I wish they had worked together. Like they had played together a lot more. Like the blueprint for, for what I was expecting from excellent work was coming out of Saint and La Zalabata. Because Bitter Betty and Jay Jolie, God bless them. <laughs> were doing their best, but it definitely looked like Better Better Betty was trying to keep up with Jade. And wow. I'm not sure what was happening on the Sigourney and Astra side. They looked like they, everyone knew the words. I'll give them that. Everyone knew the damn words. But I would love to see what the final, like the full cut was. Um, all in all, I actually really enjoyed the performance. I thought it was really, really well done. There were some parts that uh, that were clear uh, misses. So mm-hmm. the chemistry between Coco and Mary Cherry was off for me. Um, when you Child. are in the back like that, or what are you looking at now? I'm just talking about that's because Mary wasn't saying her damn words. It was just standing there me like <laughs> in that shitty ass costume. And this is what I was saying earlier. I said something about Mary gives. And there's something about her- Mary Cherry. Because <laughs> there's something about her that gives me. Uh, and I, you know, this is wild conjecture because I don't know this for a fact. It gives me, I wanted to be on Drag Race. I ended up here. I thought I was going to come here and turn it out. And I'm not. And things are not going the way that I want it. So I, I'm going to make, I'm going to let it show. Child, it wouldn't have turned it on Drag Race either. If these, if this, of course the, the fuck not. But she still. was going to bring. 
Still, it's it, no. Let me let me be clear. I'm not talking about the outfits being consistent with the Raptors <laughs> run. What I'm saying is, I feel like her head is not in this competition. No, it's not. Like it's, she's not invested in this particular. Everybody, I believe she wants to be here because she just wants to be on the show. But like you know, Asher was ready to pop blood vessels talking about how big of a monster she is. Oh, girl. So just <laughs> oh, and that last scene, the the full orgy. Yeah. <laughs> My COVID brain was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> there was fingers and mouths. Yes, People there were. Make it out with blood yes, all yes, over the place. Yes, there were. It was, it was a lot. <laughs> right. Um, child, I said, oh, it's, this is, but then I had to remind myself, Miss Thing, this is Dracula. This is yeah. what the girls are going to get. Yeah. So, before we get into the judging, um, <laughs> the Boulets have their own personal Kiki, which is yeah, why, which is why I said I do not feel like they were featuring them by the two guest judges because it was almost like they were like, "Girl, let's do the real critique right here, and then we'll let them come on to talk about the girls' outfits." Um, what the Boulets point out is much of what we said. Mary just don't seem like she into it. Um, she was up on stage like crazy. Um, they are very concerned about Bitter Betty, um, and that she is not giving what needs to be gave in the competition. Uh, you know, um, that moment, I thought somebody was about to get disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> it was giving very much so when they disqualified Angelique for being a sex worker. Right. So we have, to, we have to talk about one of our contestants. Right. It's such a shame that she was a sex worker. Uh, All right, right. Let's give it to Lisa. All uh, right. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, and they also talk about how uh, Betty's wig clean flew off during the challenge. Um, Which they should have made look intentional because at the end when they were in the orgy and Jade was putting the sunscreen on... Uh, well, uh, Jade helped her out. That was smart of Jade. Jade worked it into a gag. That's, that's what I'm saying. It looked like uh, Bitter Betty was following Miss Jade's uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, lead the entire time. Yeah, they were making that shit work. Um yeah, and so we get to the, the other two come out. And so the tops and the bottoms are as follows. Astrid is in the bottom. Uh, Coco is in the bottom. Bitter Betty is in the bottom. Dolly is in the top. Hoso's in the top. Saints in the top. La Zavaleta is in the top. And at this point, I was beside my motherfucking self. Because once again, Mary Cherry is going to the back. Safe. And mm-hmm. I, I could not disagree more. I don't understand how you do not do the challenge and go and you're safe. Mm-hmm. She didn't know her words. Like, let's forget the fucked up anglerfish costume. She didn't even know her yeah, fucking words. She didn't do her. She didn't do the challenge. How do you how are you safe? That was frustrating to me. And that also, what that did for me was it set off a, a mark in my, a, a bell in my head about, you know, some, some soft finessing and favoritism that's going on. Because there's no way in hell you sit up mm. and don't do the challenge and you are safe. That's fucked up. I would, for the girl that went home this week, I would have been pissed because of that. So anyway, 
Mary safe, Sigourney safe. You glad you got that off your chest? I'm just saying, because <laughs> does, does that make sense to you? Does that make sense to you that you don't that you I, don't do the challenge and you're safe? I don't know that she completely missed the challenge. I have to go back and look at it again. They just said I know her. I know that said her words. I don't remember them saying that, but maybe they said that. They said that. They said Mary was not saying that. They said Mary was not lip syncing. And then they cut to all them scenes of her, me mugging, looking like a football player in a fucking um, Azalea Banks uh, uh, pinata. Not well, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Though. I feel like was it in the, the main cut too? Yes. And goes to show how much I was not paying attention to her because I was looking at Saint and La Zavaleta being turning the party. Man, was not, um, was, that, that's fucked up to me. I, I really did not appreciate that. I'll rewatch it and see because I don't remember her not. I remember her and Coco not looking good together and misunderstanding the assignment. I don't ever seem to seem to recall her not knowing the, the words so fiercely because it seemed like the way that they cut everything, they used everybody's best bits. And right. that's why I was looking at some other groups and saying, oh, y'all must not have had that many best bits. Coco and uh, Mary Cherry being one of them, and said, and they just use whatever was there was. But I would not imagine they would cut in the parts of her not lip singing. Period. They cut them in. They cut them in into the thing, and then they also, when the boulets started commenting on it, they cut. They showed us what was going on. Right, but we also know that there's a lot of other production stuff that's happening on the back end of what they're doing too. Because if you saw in that same scene, Mary's by herself. Yeah, but here's the thing. If you if it is it was severe enough for it to be brought up during the judging panel saying, mm-hmm. girl, you were not lip syncing, mm-hmm. then I feel like it was severe. And you should not be safe. You should at least be up here getting critiqued. That was fucked up to me. I did not respect that. Mm-hmm. So um anyway. I, I wonder if it was mostly just I don't know. I think it was mostly just connected to um, her disconnect in uh, participating in the actual challenge and not overall, because I'm sure a lot of them all have rough cuts. I feel like they're giving Mary a pass because Mary has looked no shade. If Mary somehow hears this, no shade, but Mary has looked fucked up two weeks in a row. Okay. The, 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 the anglerfish. Okay. Great idea. Vampire is a fish that's in the darkness, right? With these fangs. Great, great idea. Great interpretation. Yes, yes, yes. Still look fucked up. I'm looking at the steel of Mary right now. The cap is coming. The fuck cap is off. The side hair is showing. Makeup is not giving. Isn't it? No, it's not. To, it's not. And, not, and then you were walking out in that fucking Michelin man thing last week. No, they are giving Mary the pass. And it's no, I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling that, especially with her behavior. I'm not feeling that. Uh-uh. What's her name? Can still be up in here. Um, who's the bitch with the mask? Yes. Mm, that irked my spirit. I didn't even realize how much that irked my spirit until now. Oh, we, yeah, we can tell. <laughs> I didn't even realize. Girl, I'm over here texting. I said, girl, I don't know what she's going off on about. It irked my spirit. Oh, my God. I didn't perceive it as such, <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. If Mary and... come out next week and she looks fucked up and they give her the pass again. Then that might be a better that might be a better indicator. But I understood some of the reasons why uh, she was why why she was selected as safe and um, why she was moved forward in the competition. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean that the idea of a separate point of reference is not a useful point in her scorecard. Yeah, no, no, no. I get that. I get that. And I like I said, go ahead. The anglerfish is a good idea. It's creative. It's outside the box. Um, it's a different way to interpret. 
but it still wasn't given what it needed to have gave. Well, guess who's about to sit up in the bottom? Not Mary Cherry. So let's okay. Get- <laughs> anyway, so Laza Valletta, they were like, "Girl, you look like whatever," but your performance was great. Um, <clears throat> Astrid, it was basic. They called her basic. It was lackluster. Um, she started. Uh, she started sitting up there blaming Sigourney. And then she starts over talking to judges, at which point I was like, okay, Miss Thing, you is going up into the extermination. Period. Um, mm. <laughs> and I the whole time I'm wondering, I'm like, what is Dolly thinking <laughs> <laughs> about her daughter? She said, I hope she can go get my mail when she goes home. Right. Because Dolly, Dolly is a mood this whole episode. Because Dolly just came. She's like, I just came here to, to do my job. Okay. Well, you know, she's also been living under the, uh, the weight of having quit. <laughs> and quotation marks mm-hmm. during season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so she knows the good thing about the some of the, the good things about the girls that are coming back to other uh, performers. I'm sorry, not the girls. Performers who come to this competition is they are a lot of them actually are really quite focused. Yeah. So like I see that in Saint. Mm-hmm. Saint not fooling around with but with a bunch of whole motherfucking drama. Saint is here to create art. Yeah, you I got time. I don't got time to be baby and nobody. <laughs> right, or be hopping up in drama, girl. I look. I was all I was here, and I got I got the job. I'm not trying to have mm-hmm. that be my life again. So, especially if you consider <laughs> girls going into debt, coming up on these shows, mm-hmm. girl. Ain't nobody trying to go up into <laughs> okay. Ain't nobody trying to do a second bankruptcy to be up in this show. So, <clears throat> Coco's. Why did, I, why did I write Coco's a mess and can't see? What did I write that for? I don't know. You just seem to be on a rampage today, so. <laughs> Girl, it's because I'm still drinking coffee. Um, child, I full on, I full on have a cold brew sitting right beside me. Um, and, Wait a minute. Pause, because I had a cold brew last week when we was about to record. You know it's not healthy for you to have the cold brew at this So, palette. same was in the top. Uh-huh, see, <laughs> hypocrites down, girl. And you gonna read Mary Cherry for being safe. Meanwhile, you're getting a whole, a whole hypocrite up on this podcast. Child, I told the girls I was gonna read Mary Cherry at the top of the episode, so they should have been prepared for that. Um, <laughs> I said, I remember very clearly at the top of the episode, I said, I'm going to read. So, uh, Saint is Saint... They live for Saint. Uh, the reference was Saint good. Saint's performance it. was uh-huh. good. Um, yeah, uh-huh. Saint ate it up. Uh, and we'd love to see it. And Hoso was great. Um, fantastic. Yeah. So minute Saint walked out, and I, I feel like I've been gushing about it also, but it really was, this is how you make a fucking return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is how you make a return. And, a lot, a lot of people, and the, the, the hard part about this is a lot of people are watching you because yeah. you have to make this kind of return. And it was really, really joyous to see Saint blow it out of the park and bring all of those things that in that long ass resurrection special uh, <laughs> that made me sit and just fall in love with who Saint is and what Saint does. And we also know she's a great team player. That's yeah. a star. Yeah, absolutely. And especially when you think about how Black performers are often discredited for the things that they do get. And right. we know that when Saint walked up off that resurrection special as the winner, um, a lot of people were tilting their heads. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then but Dolly... Some people wasn't running up in there talking about she wasn't trying to be on the show no more. She might want. <laughs> let, 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 let her live. We're not going to think like they weren't looking at Victoria to come back. 
they we're not gonna sit here and think. And then this thing was like, and they was like, I appreciate that they took that in consideration though, because that ain't hot. Had she not said that, that whole thing, because that whole thing could have easily been called the formality through by which we bring Victoria back up into the competition. Right. Or edited the shit out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, there was tons of footage. The bitches was... Outside note on the Resurrection Special. Could you imagine <laughs> just living next door to one of the monsters? <laughs> and you just trying to go get your Chipotle and the fucking boule is walked up together across... <laughs> He said, girl, I don't need this. This is L.A., bitch. I was here for the riots, okay? I don't need this. Uh-uh. Well, it reminds me of, I have a friend, and this is going to be a mess, but I have a friend. I said, I randomly, without context, sent him a picture from Drag Race UK of, um, it's like a steal of Charity case, and um, Crystal in their week one outfits when Charity is like that demented joker and Crystal's in the cast suit. And they mm. both were just like sitting on the couch laughing. And I sent that to my friend. He's like, this is why the straight people want us dead. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and I could imagine that being the thought if you were at your house in LA and the boulets came pumping up. <laughs> in the shadows with a camera right. crew. Okay, and it is smooth nine o'clock at night. Right. <laughs> you imagine just looking out, you peek out your window, girl, and the wind is high, and these motherfuckers walk out with capes looking like goddamn Dracula, looking like motherfucking Monster High. And you Girl, uh uh-uh. uh, uh uh. Okay, oh, call the cops. Imagine being uh, like in your window, you hear like um, Kim Petra's blasted at top volume, <laughs> and you look out your window, no. and it's Frankie Doom, Frankie Doom in a bat outfit, dancing yes. in front of a car. <laughs> He said, what is this homosexual out there doing fucking... But you know, I know that's what my neighbors be thinking. <laughs> I, surely, I surely will pop back into the apartment with a motherfucking cat suit and a, a poop eye on. One little shoulder undone to give it a little bit sexy and a little bit of side boob. He said, what is going on with this homosexual event? The children, the children just live to act. Girl, I was making my making my coin. And that's what we're <laughs> living our lives, girl. <laughs> hey, enough for me to be in the back of an Uber pool with a motherfucking cat suit on and some high heels. Uh, so we get to the back and it's all out chaos because Astrid is losing her shit. Um, she is blaming Sigourney. She, yeah. Um, Zavaleta is being an agent of chaos because now every opinion she had on the first episode, she has did a full eighty. <laughs> she everybody best fucking friend. She's right. like, girl, you want some rum? I get you some rum, girl. Give me a second. You want to sip? You out of alcohol, girl? I got some. Have some. Uh uh-uh, uh. All drag is valid. Don't do that, girl. You just gotta go out there and turn it. <laughs> whole time, whole time last week, she was dragging formaldehyde. <laughs> oh, God. That's why I said she's an agent of chaos. Because she just back there to just start the shit. I bet Girl, you if the, producers, if the producers came over to her, they're like, Zavaleta, go, go over there and fuck with her. Zavaleta would do it without question. I wouldn't, yes. But, I, you know, I think about, you know, the Drag Race producers will do that in a heartbeat. I bet you don't have to do not a lick of that on Dragula. <laughs> I bet well, you the bitches come raw down. Well, the truth is, you don't have to do none of that on drag shows, period. Because if you right. uh, you just have this, the the setting and you give the bitches liquor, it's going. All you gotta do is keep the camera on. You right, you right about that. Um, drag queens don't know how to act. <laughs> exactly. So, um, the, it's just chaos. It's chaos erupting all over the room. Mary somewhere going off. Um, the only person who was not in chaos is Dolly. Dolly is just sitting on the couch looking, <laughs> thinking about a grocery list or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
um betty is over in the corner crying um you know it's really sad yeah it is and at this point i was like you know i really don't want betty to go because she may she may have been underperforming but betty is endearing um and i feel like she has good drag that i was yes yeah so, I'm disagreeing with you aggressively. No, you're good. You're good. I, I feel <laughs> like she has good drag that I want to see. Yeah, and I peeped that from the Meet the Queen. Listen, the outfit's clean. The makeup, the beat is right. Um, she seems cool. Mm-hmm. She seems cool. And so she's a person that I would like to see more of. Also, the behavior out of the dolls having to end up in these uh, extermination <laughs> challenges. I appreciate that they take this so seriously. <laughs> I, I do. I do. I do, you know, I'm monster. This is why I'm here. I, I'm they're really passionate artists. Some of it can come off as unprofessional. Yes. Uh, and particularly, I'm going back to the whole note about. I mean, to, we, we, there very well could be something we're not seeing from Sigourney. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I'm just I'm like I'm 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 helming this campaign to protect Sigourney, but it does just feel like a lot of projection. Of um, everyone's emotional labor on Sigourney. Yeah, they down her throat every episode. And, and that's, that, because even when you go back to the the point, uh, last episode with Elizabeth <laughs> unprovoked comes for her saying for free. <laughs> so that to me, I'm building this whole case of y'all have just been targeted and bullying this person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about the extermination. The extermination. So in this extermination, the uglies have to um, feed the pets of the boules, which are some leeches. And I'm thinking, oh, they're about to put these bitches up into a full bath of it. I yeah. didn't even know you could do that. What? <laughs> like, is is I didn't realize. Is, is that safe? Like, what what is this? Play with leeches. I mean, it's people up in there, up in um, uh, salons and stuff, thinking that they sticking their foot up in uh, water was would. And what do we know about that? That is nice and dangerous. So, okay. but I'm saying you talking about the little koi fish? You, yeah, 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 yeah. To eat up. Isn't on your that foot. banned? I think it did after it was too much. Um, people were getting <laughs> sick. Yes, it was also an episode of uh, that on uh, Victorious. It was an episode about that. Um, so I'm thinking they about to put them into the whole thing, but no, it is just an elbow. And um, <laughs> I, I, I do wonder with these extermination challenges, some of them, what, what is it? What are they measuring exactly? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. In my mind, in my mind, they already know who's going home. They just have right. the extermination challenge because. Yeah, because there's nothing to be measured unless the right. girl straight up quits. There's nothing to be measured. Uh, like uh, Miss Thing, she says, you're not jumping on that motherfucking plane. Um, right. Yeah, so I always wonder how much of a case you can make for yourself in these extermination challenges of you, as you know, of course, if you quit, that's a different story, but how much can you, at least in like a lip sync for your life, you know, there's a chance you can just outperform the other girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, this goes down and I'm rooting for uh, Bitter Betty because I think Astrid's great, but I'd much rather see more of Bitter Betty. Mm-hmm. And we get to the final scene of the episode and coming over the rocks, emerging over the rocks is Astrid. And I also, I was a wee bit sad. I wasn't. Not because I was Thank sad God. for her to go, but you know, you see someone so passionate about something. And they get get the axe in a competition. It didn't necessarily feel good to see them do that, but regardless, it's going to happen. Uh, and this extermination was the Boulets taking a giant boulder and smashing Astrid's head in. Mm-hmm. 
And that was is that the first. Do they normally commit the kills? Yeah. Yeah, they were murdering these bitches all the time. Do y'all remember when they um <laughs> they were the ones holding the voodoo doll that uh mm-hmm. Eric yes, that was Erica yeah, Clash right. child when Lava's when La Zavaleta gets exterminated, and I'm gonna say when. Um <clears throat> you when she makes it to the top four. Girl, when she gets exterminated, I need them to do worse than because to the, to this day, I feel like Erica Clash. <laughs> Had the roughest extermination. I feel like they ain't do no bitch like they did Erica up in that elevator. Why do you think that is? First of all, Pinche. And second of all, <laughs> what happened to Pinche? Hold on. When they, first of all, all they did was burn Pinche at the state, <laughs> and Pinche was not invited back to the reunions, <laughs> to the um, to the last supper they had, mm-hmm. or the resurrection, whatever the hell they call it. Mm-hmm. So I said, now that was dirty because <laughs> Pinche was the first out on the first season. Maybe she didn't um, make it. That's possible. The picture them moved to Texas, I believe. Anyhow, yeah, and you know, I first season like the they made them catch their own Ubers everywhere. So okay, <laughs> you all carpool together, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, Meatball has a minivan. Okay, you all around. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I feel like they nobody has gotten it worse than Erica did. And I feel like when they eliminated Hollow Eve, that felt a little personal because it wasn't even like they tried. They just threw her down the hill. After well, she there's only but so many creative kills you can come up with. Okay. <laughs> That's not Rip a bitch apart. Let me see some limbs flying somewhere. Come on, give me something. Girl, the budget is fierce. The budget ain't that fierce, okay? They had just had to raise $100,000 on them <laughs> to, uh, to crown the winner. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I need that. I wonder episode. if somebody has a compilation of the exterminations. I want to see. Probably. Abhor had one of my favorite ones when they just lit that bitch on fire. <laughs> they they lit her. I thought they shot her. No, they like blew her up. Uh, what in the Hollywood Hills, right? Yeah, yeah, because she was like on some rooftop as a giant bird, and they yes, just yes, like yes, yes, blew yes. her up. Um, Meatball, I felt like had a good one, and it kind of made me sad. Cutter. Yeah, it kind of made me sad for some reason. Well, because I was a big meatball fan in season one. I'm still a big meatball fan. Um, it was sad to see her go, but it was definitely time. Yeah. But yeah, something time. about that Erica Clash. They fucked her up in that elevator. I'm going to say, yeah, you have, this is the, this is the uh, second or third ain't nobody got it up. as bad as her. I feel like that one was Hinch, really hey, for the <laughs> Well, you know, talk about the nature of this show, okay? They had bitches running around in Halloween and uh, uh, abandoned uh, haunted-ass hotels. I mean, a hospital. Child. I know one thing about Miss Dragula. I could never do it. Nigga. I could never do it. Because, <laughs> one, you don't want no I could, on yourself. Well, no, I consider myself a creative person, but I don't consider myself on the level of art that these competitors are. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can pull a reference and I can turn a reference. But like, there's a certain this level of artistry that these performers do that is a lane that I don't exist in. I know I'm fierce, but I don't exist in that lane. And I think that's fine. Well, if you got up there, I would be proud of you as long as you weren't giving Mary Cherry. And okay, that I'm is this week's ass. episode. I'm going to show my ass just when I'm going to come out there as a motherfucking Michelin Man, bitch. One star. <laughs> yeah, I'm very, very proud of what it is that they do. I mean, anybody who can get up and drag and go into a show and be funny and be fashionable. I mean, it requires a great amount of um, attention to detail. 
I just think the level of artistry that they do and the points of references that they pull, they exist for a certain group. And that's why this competition serves that audience and that group of artists who should be participating in this uh, competition. Mm -hmm. I'm not on payroll by Dragula, but if you want to sponsor us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that was this week's episode of Dragula. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was fierce. I did too. It was good. It was good. It was worth staying up until two o'clock for. I don't know why you do that. Because I was already up. And then I saw the Miss Dracula pop up. I was like, oh, work. Oh, 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 oh. To that bitch in the, um, the chat on Shudder who sat up there and was writing Sigourney Goes Home this episode because you can't move the chat up off of the Shudder, the app. And y'all chat? Need to that. Yes, if you go on the Shudder app on your phone. <clears throat> I thought this was just reviews. No, that that's a chat. That is a, oh. a review and a chat. I and was wondering whether there was so many fucking reviews. I said, yes. who was watching and this? somebody was, was spamming the chat saying Sigourney goes home. And I was like, oh, my God. So the whole episode, mm-hmm. I was low-key having a panic attack. Well, now you know how I feel when that little cunt ruined All-Star <laughs> 6 for me. And then you sat there and lied to me. I didn't lie. I was trying to preserve For two this. weeks. I was trying to preserve. You lied life. to your co-host for two I, weeks. I was trying to preserve your wonder and, and investment. And, but and, you know I wasn't going to forget, bitch. You know I don't forget anything. <laughs> <laughs> that little cunt wasn't even following us. I should have <laughs> That was the second time. Because you remember the other time somebody, cause somebody popped up and ruined it before. <laughs> oh, didn't Instagram. I? Yes, on Instagram. <laughs> And I deleted that comment with the fucking button. <laughs> this shit hadn't even ended good. Lawrence Chaney, yeah, they were like, <laughs> I'm so proud of Lawrence Chaney, girl. Whole time is 2.45 Eastern time. And so we, we still getting up into the Elton John song. I said, girl, fuck you. Delete. Don't even follow us. Delete. Blocked. <laughs> oh, God. This is the other thing with gay boys and these motherfucking spoilers. Because <laughs> one thing ever, ever since Tempest ever since Tempest du jour, I said, y'all gay boys have a complex. And I need to go do something about that because you cannot, it is not necessary for you to spoil everything. What are you talking about since Tempest du jour? I don't remember that time I was went to go watch um Drag Race at Redacted because we don't fuck with that bar no more here in Washington, DC. <laughs> And I'm and sitting there, minding my business. Don't even know this bo- little boy it's sitting there with my girlfriend. <laughs> Tempest the Joy goes home. Girl! <laughs> Girl! <laughs> Girl! I just know, I know, because one, I was at the, um, I was at the pre party, the pre release party. And two, whenever they like book, they book one of the, they book the girls like first, it was the season starting. That's how I know they went home. Well, so in addition to never seen the episode already. Well, yes, but additionally seen that I didn't need to know the method to your madness about. I did not know that. People and I, do, people like to have people like to feel like they have information that you don't. And so that's another yes, reason. But that's also know. something you need to go to therapy about. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, if, if your power is related to ruining something for other people, <laughs> you need to get that complex checked. Miss <laughs> Girl. Or that time the Ariel Versace got eliminated and somebody I was with <laughs> spoiled it. I can't stand spoiling. Well, honey, honey, honey Versace, honey, uh, uh, ooh, honey mahogany ruined her own uh, elimination for me. <laughs> she told me, right? She, was, she told me she got eliminated. I said, oh, work. 
Your, that NBA must not be fierce because you full on before the season has started. You are up in dressing rooms in San Francisco talk about girl. I got eliminated, Miss Stack. Well, you know the girls knew about Miss Shangela early on too. So clearly, the girls will be keeping their NDA. Uh, I remember um, their NDA promises at all. I remember seeing a video of Blair St. Clair. Um, oh yeah, 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 going. I got it and posting it. I said, mm-hmm. girl, you must have still not a soul that you didn't got on Drag Race. Girl. I bet you that video don't exist no more. Um, girl, you, well, because Cynthia Lee Fontaine, little cuckoo ass, gonna go on there. They said, now, apology, apology, Miss Amores, but I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to tell anybody that you are going on Drag Race. Right. Okay. So the moral of the story is we know the dolls be out here uh, uh, spilling the beans. I'm sure the producer's not too grounded. What, what you going to do? Yeah, they do. It's a selective India. Right, 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 right. Otherwise, right, right, right. Willem and Fifi will be under the jail by now. <laughs> I can't wait till they get into season seven on all uh, ratios. So, <laughs> wig of the week, darling. Who had your favorite wig this week? Oh, we're not even looking at people's wigs this week. Um, whew. I know you're gonna say better, Betty. Um, how did you know that? Because you you are living for that outfit this week. Um. First of and all, the, and that reference. Google, you, Google, you, I, I just knew it. I just knew it. I looked, that's it. And she said it was unintentional, which I believe. I saw, I saw the tweet. Um, if it fit the challenge, <laughs> I would have said Kendra because that wig was cute. It, it just did not fit the challenge. Kendra. Ooh, Coco. <laughs> I told you they give the same thing. I told you they give the same thing. <laughs> Uh, Hoso had a cute wig to the, uh, too. It's a nice mm-hmm. little reveal. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Jade's wig was fierce. Child, you, we we are really going over, but you know who we do not talk about? Yeah, Motherfucker no, Jade. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, she benefited from whatever Miss Bitter Betty was doing in the challenge. <laughs> she benefited from that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it, y'all. We is going over. This is our episode. <laughs> Follow us on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on social media, you know, uh, Instagram, Black to Our Roots uh, pod, Twitter, Black to Our Roots. Yeah. We love y'all. Clocking out, Tuckle Motherfucking Tuck. Girl! <laughs>